I'm Andrew Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Miles. And I'm Muss. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we are hunting the great Izuchi. The Alfrizucci of its pack, identified by its larger build, upended white fur and scythe-like tail. A great Izuchi forms a herd of mainly smaller Izuchi and selects two from the group to accompany it on territory patrols. Once it spots prey or senses danger, the great Izuchi issues commands to their fellow Izuchi and coordinates their movements. Take care that you don't get overwhelmed! First comes the vanguard, unstoppable tank. Then comes a second, attacking the flank. Finally, the general... The highest in rank. A trio of blades, swift as a gale. They cut to the bone and kill without fail. So, so we've got a uh, a few episodes <laughs> about uh, these sort of pack dinosaur monsters, but. I think Izuchi is a pretty good example of it, if I, if I, if, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he's definitely um, he's got a little bit more to him than than some of the more generic ones, I suppose. It, yeah, a bit more than the the great Jaggy would have been, or mm-hmm. um, the drums, you know, the Macau or something. Yeah, I don't know. The Macau had a lot of personality. Um, I've got a lot of time for the great Macau. I'd like to see him come back someday, but. Uh, I think the Izuchi is more in the spirit of like the Great Macau than a Velocidrome or yeah, or a Jaggy or what have you, you know. I'm particularly interested to hear Mass's take because your first game was World, and World's first monster that has a bunch of little monsters was the Jagras, who was a bit different. So this is your first taste of like a whole bunch of just a T Rexes at the start of the game. Yeah, I mean, it's the the Great Jagras has it a little bit easy in some ways because it's mostly. I mean, you can look at, I, I suppose it's probably true, this world guess, that most first monsters you encounter are just there to kind of teach you the ropes. But what the Great Jagras teaches you is that, you know, the monsters in Monster Hunter World can eat each other and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so Izuchi, in Great Izuchi in this game, he doesn't have that same level of interactivity that he can just kind of show you. He has to teach you something a little bit different, and he's a very... He's meant to be quite a, a fast monster in a certain sense. He spins around a lot, but he's also quite horizontal, if you will. He's always on the ground, apart from when you get to high rank and he occasionally climbs up a wall for some reason. He doesn't really do much up there but spit at you. But what I liked about it was that it gave me quite a good opportunity to uh, practice 
these uh, these old silk bind moves, you know, particularly the ones that let you zip up into the air and really get over the monster. And so I, I appreciated him in that respect because um, I think it, it was clear that it was teaching you something mechanically, which I didn't so much get in Monster Hunter World, where, let's be honest, the Great Jaguars is just this big punching bag for you to wail on while he swallows and spits things up. Yeah, the um, the Great Macau was so felt so much like here is a tutorial on how to spot tails and dodge, um, because he did that whole kickboxer thing, so it was like he rears up and then he comes at you. Whereas the Great Izuchi is still doing that; he's teaching you here's how to spot a big attack's coming. Here's your moment to attack because he does the thing where he gets stuck. But it's a bit it, the animation of it is much more naturalistic. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that's an advantage of this being built off world's engine as opposed to be um whereas you know generations is built off of very much a much Your ps2 engine older. yeah <laughs> yes yeah um so uh, you know the, the, the definitely the more natural animation style i think is an advantage of of that uh, side of things um but i think he's a bit quicker as well than we kind of spoke about this than the other sort of first monsters that you usually fight in the series but i think that's to tie in with the maneuverability you have with the with this wire bug um overall this feels like the, f- the fastest, fastest monster in the game yes yeah exactly so i think by extension the first monster also needs to be ramped up in speed a little bit which azuchi definitely is well i think that's why he has when he does his big tail attack it gets fully stuck in the ground so i think because he's so fast they've put in a period of like literal immobile like phase so that you've still got your chance to attack yeah that makes sense Naga Kuga does something very similar doesn't he so um, yeah there's a big tail slam and it's kind of stuck on the ground for a couple seconds to give you a brief respite so I assume that there have been it's like an archetype of these smaller bird wyverns that they'll have a lot of little followers do you guys get the sense that Great Azuchi its followers add an awful lot more than perhaps some of the other monsters did? Not as such. Um, I mean, the, the the description talks about how it picks to, to accompany it. And I, I, I don't really see... I, I don't really see them being as a big part of the fight, whereas something like, for all its flaws, the great Jaggy... You know, it kind of calls its horde to it by kind of barking, um, and like the Juros as well, the Great Juros, uh, which isn't a first monster, but still is very much in this vein. You know, the the the, the smaller Juros kind of swarming you and paralyzing you is. I, a I big guess the difference of that, that is, well. is is that paralysis, right? Like that is a big hindrance. Yeah, as a that's right. But you know, it's, that's because the, of the small monsters. No, but yeah, of course. But the, but the thing with the small monsters is, a lot of the time, you just end up swatting them away relatively simply and painlessly. So you you don't really get to notice the effect of them for that long because they're just gone dead. Like you know, it, 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 there's not a huge amount of fight going into taking them down. But yeah, I think with the, the Gearos in particular, that, that that's more they can get just that quick little paralysis on you mm-hmm. uh, rather than actually being a permanent issue. I haven't personally observed it, but um, Great Izuchi stuff that I've watched or read, people talk about the two smaller Izuchis. Um, so when Izuchi does a move, they copy the same move. 
yeah, on do, a slight yeah. delay. So they are acting in like a synchronized attack in a way which none of the other like smaller companion monsters did. Mm. But yeah, again, just... because the Gajirei just they don't hit that hard and you kill them so quickly. I yeah. don't for the most part act they doesn't it doesn't feel like, oh wow, Izuchi gets to do three attacks at once. It feels like great Izuchi does an attack and some like bugs annoy me. Yeah. So like th- this is one of my in a way, I'm a little bit upset that Great Azuchi is the first monster that you fight because I think it could have been kind of cool to have a couple of subordinate monsters that aren't just, you know, there for the first five seconds of a fight to the point where you almost don't notice the, you know, little features that they've added, the synchronicity and, and stuff like that. Almost wish he had some hardier sidekicks. Um, I guess that's the something they could monster... have tried at high rank, but it doesn't so much show there either the only monster i can think of that ever did that was celtas queen with the celtas which i know you haven't fought mass nope um it was a bug monster so at first you fight celtas and it is a big monster it's a monster all on its own just a big flying bug then later you fight the celtas queen who's like a big stomping beetle thing but she has the male one like attached to her as part of her attacks and stuff Mm. so it is it's two monsters acting like a single unit uh, I don't think they've done that, that elsewhere. No. Whereas, yeah, like if they wanted to take the here's a pack dinosaur that actually the small ones mattered, they could do it in that sort of direction. But they've never done that. Maybe we'll see that for Apex Izuchi, if that ever happens. <laughs> well, I don't I mean, think the... the problem is it is the great Izuchi is a big monster and the Izuchis are small monsters, which in Monster Hunter means they die in three hits. Yeah. It would have to be They'd have to bring in, like, the greatest Izuchi, and it has two great Izuchis <laughs> as its partners. They'd have to do something like that. Yeah, it, has, it has to be in, like, two a whole different Izuchis category. as its sidekicks, yeah. 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 The um, ecology video, and I, I, did we talk about the ecology videos in the impressions? We touched on them did? very briefly, and obviously yeah. people might have noticed that you've started doing your little bit at the end. <laughs> yes, very much in the vein, and nowhere near as good as the game does it, obviously, but um, the ecology video for the Great Azuchi describes him as being like a general, um, which yeah. you know very much falls in line with, with this trio sort of uh, thing that the, the, the Azuchi but- has going for him. The way it depicts them working, where like they cut off your sides and then the Great Izuchi gets you, is exactly like the scene at the start of Jurassic Park, where mm-hmm. he scares scares that kid by talking about how the raptors are going to get him. But it makes it look really cool, but again, once you're in the hunt, because small monsters are just so little a threat, it never feels that way. Yeah, but if you were, you know... An, an Apseros or a Gargoyle in this world, you'd be like, oh fuck here comes the Azuchi, run! You know, uh, it would be a very terrifying threat. I thought you were going to talk about if I was fighting these dinosaurs and I was going to have to once again defend my position <laughs> that I think if I had a sword I could fight them. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Brilliant. You stare at him and he just stares right back. That's when the attack comes, not from the front, but from the side. And the other two raptors, you didn't even know were there. So is there any um, inspirations for the Great Azuchi that you watch out about? Yes, it's, this was the first one they showed, and it was instantly everyone's like, oh, this game's doing a thing. <laughs> um, because it's very explicitly based on a yokai. And then also, I must mention this to me, and I looked it up, and it is definitely the case. A little bit based on another more recent Japanese myth as well. 
Um, so the first one is the Kama Itachi, which is um, a very old Japanese legendary creature, which is... So it's ba- if you feel a sudden cold wind that is like a biting sensation on your legs, it's because these magical sickle weasels have flown past and cut you with their scythes. Oh, I hate when that happens. Like, I guess it comes because, like, if you're, like, walking through a dangerous mountain, you're just going to get scratched by lots of plants and stuff and not quite know what happened. But it's a really insane concept that they have these little, like... They were always drawn as, like, these cool ninja weasels flying on the wind and slicing people so fast you can't even see them. They're actually what um, Sneasel in Pokemon is based on. Okay. And so the type of sickle they use is um, a camera, and it's one of the most common weapons that was used by ninjas back in the day because it's a farming implement, so they could have a legitimate reason to be carrying it. And then when it was time to do their assassination or whatever, so they, they use it as their weapon. And if you make a great Izuchi weapon for your cat, it's one of those. Ah, cute. Yeah, pretty cool. And so is that? It's, is it normally a trio of weasels or just the? Yes. Just yeah. The yeah. Yeah. It is. It's three, three weasels. I guess that makes sense the then that you've got this this tri tri monster with the the couple of small yeah. ones and the and the main one. Yeah, I don't think in the the Kamiotachi version it's like a main one and two, mm. uh, two siblings. They're like they're three equal brothers. But yeah, it is. They yeah, take that, which is pretty cool. I did some reading about it, and I read that they. I, I guess the myth just depends on which area of the of Japan you're in to some extent. But I, I read that there were sort yeah. of three roles. They'd have the lead weasel who'd come in and do the cut, the second window weasel which would siphon some of your blood, and the third weasel which would patch you up again so that you didn't yeah. notice. Yeah, yeah, I have heard that, yeah. Yeah. Which... I mean, it would be nice if one of the Izuchis just healed you again afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it makes sense then that they they used the, this uh, yokai as like the the opening monster for this game because it's not too much of a of a threatening one. I'm sure there are far worse ones out there. Yeah, it's just a, like a minor harmless thing. I guess it's just something you tell children if they're like, "Oh, why why shouldn't I walk through this mountain at night?" It's like, "Well, you know, the Kamaitachi is going to come and cut your legs. You don't want to like scar them for life by telling them they're going to get their face eaten or whatever, but you also don't want them to climb that mountain." <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Checks out. <laughs> so, what was the what was the other one that you were, were speaking? The face. Of? Yeah, yeah. I'm interested in that. So, um, one of the pictures in like they released some artwork or some pre-release art, and it labels the Great Izuchi's mouth. And if you look, its mouth goes like really far back along its face, like right up to its ears, uh, which is based on the Kuchisaki Ona. The Slip-Mouthed Woman, which is a ghost story from Japan from around the 1800s. Basically, you'd encounter this, like, woman. She'd have a mask over her face and would ask you if she's beautiful. And if you say yes, she takes the mask off and she's got, like, a full-on Glasgow smile, ear to ear. And she'd ask you again, am I beautiful? If you say no, she kills you. If you say yes, then she cuts your face open like hers so you can look like her. What happens if you said no in the first place? I think she kills you straight away. (laughs) Uh, apparently the, the way the way to the way to survive it is to be like oh yeah you look you look all right you look average okay I, I, to be fair that is how i react to most things so yeah i'll be all right. I, I think 
if anyone asks you, am I beautiful? And you say, well, you know, average. That's the, you're saying no is what you're saying. But apparently that works on this yokai. But she can't, she can't read between the lines. <laughs> so No. <laughs> That's it, no sarcasm. She uh, just won't get it. Uh, but yeah, most of, most when you hear like people talk about Japanese yokai, it's usually um, very old stories. Like they've been passed down in villages for like centuries. But this one is a lot more recent. It's from like the Edo period. It's just a ghost story. It's the equivalent of like, I don't know, Candyman or something in the West. Uh, there was there was some horror movies made of her in like 2007, which I don't think are supposed to be very good, but I kind of want to watch now. Yeah, I've heard of that uh, that, that that myth before, um, prior to you telling us, tell me about it, but uh, interesting that they brought that into the monster design. My understanding yeah. of it was that... Uh... <laughs> <That'd> be... <laughs> oh, sorry, on you come back. Oh, yeah, no, I was just going to say, my understanding of the history of it was that the person who became the slip-mouthed woman was originally a very, you know, beautiful woman, and all of the female villagers uh, of the village were very jealous of her, and so they mutilated her, and then that's Aww. why she <clears throat> she came back to kind of haunt uh, people based off of her beauty, and so she's got that binary yes no because i suppose for her it's a case of you know do you view me as beautiful okay then i will slip mouth you and if you think i'm somewhere in the middle then perhaps you're demonstrating that vanity of a sense isn't quite such an important factor for you so i'll leave you alone so it's not so much a case of i don't understand the various levels of the answer it's more just a case yeah, of there just, is you're a right not answer. that shallow right yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. That's a nice... Yeah, I've heard a few different origins where it's like she was killed by a spurned lover, samurai or whatever, cut her with his sword. But yeah, that one's probably the most actually interesting story. So this uh, Apex is that you're going to get is going to come up to you and going to ask you, am I beautiful? And if you say, if seen, <laughs> say no, one hit kill. <laughs> yeah, so Monster Hunter Stories is actually a dating simulator and... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Kamitachi was like the main inspiration for the Great Izuchi, and then just one of the artists chucked in that little bit of. Mm-hmm. Couldn't, couldn't find anywhere else to put this one in, so I'll pull back it on this existing monster. Yeah. Well, I may, they probably they weren't even planning to make a monster based on the other. Um, I'm trying to stall for time so I could find her name because <laughs> I've scrolled up again. <laughs> the Kuchisakiana. Um, they probably weren't planning to make a monster based on the Kuchisakiana. They just. The artist like chucked a little bit of that in for funsies, because I don't think any of his behaviours or design or anything is inspired by her. It's just he's got a big stretched out mouth. A and it works joker. well in conjunction with like its spit attacks and stuff, I guess. But I think you're right; it is just a, a happy kind of artist flair and coincidence, not an intentional. This monster has to be built around this. Whereas but her, can... her thing is cutting you with scissors and he does attack you with the scythe. So if they were going to attach her to any of them, I guess Izuchi's the one that makes the most sense. Mm, yeah, that's very true. Visually, I really like his design because it's, it's almost like he's wearing furs. He's like a sort of maroon colour. Like, I would totally buy a great Izuchi jacket. Just yeah, that nice colour stream and like white of... fur collar or something. I do also like the way it looks. Well. Um, my issue with it was that they've also put the Great Roggy in the game, which has a very similar 
color mm. palette, and I wish they'd. Mm. I don't know. Maybe if go you for look a at them, monster. or if they just made Great Izuchi more of a like a deeper red, like a mm, real. Yeah. But yeah, they're the same kind of. If you look closely, Great Rogi is scaly and Izuchi is furry. They are quite different. Yeah, but obviously, but distance... in playing the game, fighting a dinosaur, they look very similar. Yeah. Yeah, I, was say, I, I can't say it's a, something I've ever noticed that they look that similar to me, but maybe that's just because I'm so used to the Roggy that it just, you know, just see him as he is. Yeah, I'm coming from the perspective of all of this is new unless it's in world, so to me it was yeah, a little yeah. bit confused, but I guess to you it doesn't really make too much difference. And the, the Roggy is definitely much more reptilian, uh, whereas the um, Izuchi is much more bird like, so. Yeah. I mean, if we say that's feathers rather than fur then it's yet another example of monster hunter doing the work that hollywood should be doing and making feathered dinosaurs cool well it's a whole bird wiving thing isn't it so yeah because like i think it does turn out that pretty much all the um i think is it is theropod the two-legged ones i think so all of those dinosaurs were feathered they basically look like birds but films just keep making them look like crocodiles because they don't know how to make feathers look cool. I guess they're more difficult to animate. And also we're conditioned to expect that they're reptilian. Well, you know. Yeah, maybe. but like, we were conditioned to expect dinosaurs to look so different before Jurassic Park. And Jurassic Park had the balls to be like, no, dinosaurs look like this. Does um, Izuchi, does that have any meaning, the actual name? Yeah, so Izu, um, there's a couple of different kanji you could come from. Um, but one of them means, like, to flow and to, like, proceed. Um, t- talking about his movement, basically. And then Chi, um, if you read it, if it's written with one kanji, can mean blood. Or it can mean hook or needle. So he's, like, flowing blood or a flowing blade. So I'm pretty sure that's where the name comes from. Flame Blade, uh, yeah, that, that was a bit of a cool whiff, yeah. And then his, yeah. um, the full Japanese name is Oza Izuchi, but that's basically just Great Izuchi. Cool. That makes sense. Ambling through the forest in search for some honey. This is his pleasure, as he cares not for money. Hunt this beast at your peril, or beware, for you risk the ire of Luke, friend of Bear. Killing this monster would be a most dire loss. Luke would surely weep at the death of an Arzuros. So join us for that one next week. It's going to be our first um, sort of redux episode, so to speak. Um, there is an ancient episode uh, about five years ago where we uh, spoke about the Arzurus, but um, probably not very worth going back and listening to that now, I would imagine. The audio quality is not very good. So we're going to be uh, revamping it and, uh, yeah, having a, a little chat about the Arzurus again. Well, also, just like our knowledge and level of interestingness, I think, has improved as well. So <laughs> that too. Even if it was recorded perfectly at the time i still think we chatted mostly a bunch of shit yeah that too 
<laughs> so we'll probably have some more interesting things to say about the uh, the Azure Assist time. So yeah, yeah. Uh, until that episode next week, Luke, where can they keep up with us? You can find the podcast on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Basically, anywhere you look at podcasts, you can find us by searching Monster Mash or Monster Mash Podcast. Uh, please do give us a rating and a review, five stars, tell all your friends. Um, you know, we're trying to actually, like, advertise this to people and get listeners for a change. So it would be nice if you could spread the word and share your love for Monster Mash. And if you want to support us on Patreon, we have a Patreon. I forgot about that. You go to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. Because, you know, we do all this stuff, but it's all coming out of my pocket at the moment. We're not making any money from this. I'm literally losing money every month. And what should the uh, tweet at Adiban949 this week, Moss? Disco, baby. <laughs> wow, this is rude. I can't even play the game. I want people to <laughs> taunt me. I'm sure by the time this comes out in three days, they'll have fixed it, mate. They better have done, or I'm going to cry. Well, until then, catch you next time. See Bye. Ya. Bye. You should have said they should tweet at Andy and Nine Four Nine. Am my beautiful? <laughs> and what? what if you, if you, <laughs> Andy dies if he says no. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just Andy could do a little hot or not service for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs>
and he was bragging about how he was learning lucid dreaming so that he could have sex with porn stars in his dreams. <laughs> Dearie me. This, is, this was a married man. And it's like, you're sitting here, you're telling me sense, that it? your wife is so totally uninterested sense. in having sex with you that you're having to learn to sleep and dream about having sex with women. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only place he's allowed to get away with it. I mean, the odds of him getting all the way to the end of the Great Azuchi episode... I still do the hunt thing, yeah. I know, but I think most of it, like, there's not much of the hunt that actually goes in, is there? Yeah, it's the, it's the stuff where we talk about weird shit like that. It's not the stuff where we're like, oh, I'm hitting it with my sword, boys! <laughs> do we ever say that? <laughs> that, that should be the entire cast. <laughs> I'm hitting it with my sword! Like, I'm not hitting it with my sword! Lads, I'm doing a stab, I'm doing a stab right now, and I'm doing a boom, 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 boom! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm hitting it with my sword, and. I'm in it with my axe! <laughs> oh, whiffed it, whiffed it! As much Miss as we're making fun of this, I, uh, direction. I, gen- I genuinely didn't know it jumped on the walls. Because mm. you know, didn't do that before. Yeah? What? It doesn't seem to do an awful lot when it's up there, I'm sure but it does. you mentioned it last time it went on the wall. Nappy on. I hate it by accident, I had that experience at a few nightclubs in the UK. Big clubbers to try to dance. <laughs> I mean, if I could see a rise monster in a club, Tyrannodon's up there. Probably most likely to be Bouncer. It'd be yeah. Bishatin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's the sketchy guy who danced with you, and you're pretty sure he's on something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a, definitely a common sight up over me. <laughs> Spends the Joe entire Hagen. night acting like he's one of your gang. You're like, does any of us know this bloke? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but, but, but but you keep him you keep him around because he, he he's got some pretty impressive moves. Also, because you're worried he's gonna stab you if you don't. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the lad that stabbed you in the dream, Andy. Was it Bishop? Was it I didn't see his face, so. It could have been Bishop. Could have been a big blue monkey, did, 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 you see his, did you see his tail? Was uh, was the hand no, holding he, the knife attached to had, his shoulders he, he or his, his ass? He had his head up, right? It was, uh, <laughs> it was dark. It was five in the morning. <laughs> it's dark, I was asleep. He's at the top of the road, and he wanted me to. Uh, to he wanted me to give me my back, him my backpack. I was like, no, so I tried to run out, <laughs> and he stabbed me. Oh, what was in your backpack that was so worth you I don't know, <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I, I, I can't just add details to my dreams. I don't know what was going on there. I was getting not lucid dreaming, otherwise I probably wouldn't be getting stabbed. <laughs> but you might just fancied finding out what it would have felt like. Yeah, or what your brain thought it would have felt like. I don't think you feel things in dreams though, do you? I feel some things. Uh, what? I mean, I get a strong sense of smell and stuff in dreams. I don't know about touch really? so much. But then I tend to play multiple characters in my dreams. What? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Sorry, what? Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I'm a shark and then I eat something and I become the thing that I've eaten and stuff like that. I've survived many of a zombie apocalypse. I've also been devoured in a zombie apocalypse, which was probably one of the more horrifying ones. 